Ladies and gentlemen, as the title suggests, we are uncertified financial planners. We are not professionals. I repeat, we are not professionals. Before you make any financial decisions, please contact an official certified financial advisor or planner. Welcome back, guys. It's been a while. Um, We've missed you, but I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving um and has enjoyed the uh roller coaster of the economy these past i think it's been two weeks right ethan yeah um i believe so i think our last upload was november 18th yeah that was on the esg investing yeah that was it's been a wild ride yeah that's it's definitely felt like it's been since november 18th i forgot how to use my microphone or at least i thought <laughs> i would did well uh speaking about thanksgiving what's your favorite meal garrett Hash brown casserole, far and away. How about you? Wow. Great pick, great pick. Mine's got to be, I don't know if everybody does this. I don't think so. It's just my family and maybe a few <laughs> others out there in the in the country. We do a sweet potato with marshmallows on top. Mm. Here's the catch. It's not sweet potatoes. It's carrot souffle. Wow. Oh. Wow, you wouldn't even tell That's the fancy. difference. You would not even tell the difference. As marshmallows on top, very good. Mm. Lydia, my girlfriend, didn't, does not listen to these, but she absolutely hates the idea of it. Um, so she's good, wrong. Though. She's wrong, and I'm right. It is the best thing that we have, so it's really good. I tell you something, my family used to do that was really good. Here for this, mm. fried pheasant. What is it? Fried pheasant. You ever had a pheasant? No, I don't even know what a pheasant is. <laughs> it's a, uh, I guess it's Midwestern, I think, Mid-Eastern, Midwestern, Central of the United States native bird. It's like a game bird that you'd go and hunt, and you walk through fields, and they just pop up, and you literally have five seconds to shoot it. It's awesome, and they taste amazing. Yeah, um, we'd, we'd go up to Kansas, South Dakota, Iowa, those places, and uh, on them, and it was great. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that, was, that sounds absolutely awesome. Do you have, uh, did you do anything fun over Thanksgiving break? Man, I uh, just went duck hunting a little bit. You know, enjoying there outdoors, um, eating them. Got to make some duck tacos with a horseradish sauce. Wow, I mean, gas. Think I need to cook them. Uh, how about you though we're in the deep country all of a sudden Mm -hmm. um always have been baby kentucky proud let's go let's go tennessee proud over here baby Mm -hmm. Uh, let me clear my throat so yeah um i didn't feel like i did quite a bit uh but not a lot i got a seriously terrible rash all over my body Uh. i had undiagnosed strep throat gross die so um it doesn't sound too relaxing Oh, no, 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 not at all. If uh, Fortunately, it was at the end of my break. Mm. I took some Benadryl after going to the doctor, some Zyrtec during the day so I don't fall asleep because Benadryl would knock you on your bottom. It's mm. the best sleep you'll ever have, um, mm. but definitely don't take more than you're supposed to. And then mm. I also got prescribed some steroids. So obviously I've been That's hitting yeah. the gym extra hard today yeah. so or this week. 
So that's just a joke. I've actually gone to the gym zero times in the last two weeks. I have become a bum. Uh, but a real note, I've actually just been you know, focusing on school and then video games. I played some soccer today. I know this isn't really yeah. financial, but, you know, I played some soccer today. And I felt really good out there. It had been a while. I was pretty yeah. good back in the day, and so getting back out there was nice. Um, Speaking of soccer, did you watch the World Cup? Um, that may be the worst question you could have ever asked. Of course, I'm USA, baby. I'm USA proud. You know what? You might judge me for this since you're so, uh, no, don't you even say it, Garrett. Just keep it. Listen, 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 listen. I watched my first soccer game ever on TV in class the other day because I was so bored and I liked it. I liked it. I feel like I've been missing out on soccer. It's positive. It's positive. I just didn't want you to judge me for never watching it in my 21 years of life. Yeah, no, it's totally fair. I don't watch soccer either. Uh, the only reason why I've ever watched soccer in the past, other than the World Cup in the past year, is because I live with a soccer fanatic. So, um, mm. But I will say this. I believe this player plays for uh, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. He's on the German world team. My ancestors are from Germany. That's why I was watching mm. the game. It was a very big game. Germany lost and... Or they won, but they lost, and they don't go to the round of 16. But Kai Havertz, Germany, you, that name does not have to mean anything to you. All that it does mean is that he's a left-footed kicker, and I'm left-footed. And he scored two goals today to make Germany proud and Ethan Ungerbuehler proud. It was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Um, Lefties unite. Lefties unite. Also, one more thing. I also shot some stuff to the, this uh, – Fine Thanksgiving break. Be a deer? It was skeet shooting. We shot clay pigeons. Yeah. Dude, skeet shooting's fun. It is. I'm actually not bad at it either, which is always fun. Um, It's really fun. Bad at things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I shot my little uh, 100 year old double barrel and missed almost every shot with it. And then I switched to a more. It's it's, it's 50 years old, but more modern and Mm -hmm. uh, could not miss. It was absolutely. Absolutely awesome. Actually, at one point, I shot, and everyone just started laughing because I hit it. And everyone was just like, this is, like, I'm not, like, why? Like, usually we have a backup. Mm-hmm. The backup just sat there and, like, ah, I don't even need to be here. Mm. Yeah. You don't. Okay. Everyone laughed. It was awesome. So. Okay. Yeah. But let's move on to the more financial topic and, and why people oh. are, are maybe listening to this. Or maybe they just enjoy listening to us. I think um, we're pretty funny. I do too, and, and, and at least entertaining. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one thing I saw is that the Supreme Court is going to decide on the Biden student loan forgiveness plan. And they're going to do a fast track timeline, which I don't know how fast this is because their final ruling will not be until the end of June, the earliest. Huh. So, that's June 2023. Um, but um, just for a breakdown, what it sounds like, I don't know if the, the applications have already passed. Maybe they have. I, I probably should have looked. But uh, what, it, what it sounds like is if you, up to $20,000, if you take out $20,000 in student loans, you meet certain requirements. I think you have to meet like the FAFSA, like if you're getting the FAFSA. If you don't, yeah. even, if you don't even qualify for the FAFSA, obviously this will not apply to you. Um, yeah. But... They'll forgive, just like it never was taken out. Never, you never got twenty thousand. They'll just forget about it. They'll just treat it like, you know, 
it was untaxed income, I guess. I don't, oh. I guess that's untaxed. I would not know. Interesting. Yeah. So I was going to pull out a little $2,500 in student loans just to add to my bank account and then be forgiven. Um, but yeah. then I realized pride in America, the U.S., <laughs> and I'm not going to take advantage of those taxpayers. Amen. No. Um, speaking of the government, dude, they've been they've been on some wild stuff lately. Have you seen the uh, the railway strike stuff? I actually was just reading something. Senate passes measure blocking railroad strike. I don't know yeah. how you can block strike, but I don't know. I'm very interested. Isn't yeah. the whole thing to go against the Big Brother, against you know the regulations and against the mold for strikes? Like, what's a what's a bill gonna do to the spirit of a labor strike? Yeah, um, I don't know how it's going to work. I'm interested to see how it plays out. But I saw a statistic that said a railway disruption in America could lead to billions of the world going without food from uh, food shortages by disrupting the supply chain. Like, it'll have a huge ripple if it happens. Wonderful. That makes you very happy when you hear that. Um, I don't know how this will affect the railway, railway stocks. But over the past month, a stock I own, CSX, my grandpa, mm-hmm. he worked for CSX, so I bought the stock when it did a triple split. It is up 15% in the past month. So obviously, Ethan Ungerbuehler, not complaining. Yeah. Talk to me nice. Talk to me nice. But um, on a real note, that's not very cool of the government. No, and like $4 billion in revenue or something crazy like that that would be lost every day. Of the labor strike, it's yeah. astounding. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is astounding. Um, Go on, like a uh, this is this could be a HIPAA violation. So I'm just gonna not uh, name names, but someone my pop worked with, his uh, wife recently died due to asbestos from the rail mm-hmm. railway. So obviously, mm-hmm. their working conditions are horrific. They're not good. Yeah. Oh yet. yeah. And so and so now that the government's going against those workers, um just doesn't feel very good to me yeah and i I think the uh last railway labor strike was in 1921 i think i read this morning and it resulted in labor day becoming a national holiday and the eight-hour workday so last time they did this there were some big changes so who knows what we'll see this time yeah i mean that's the interesting thing i think something that i saw a video on youtube recently a kid, well, was, he's not a kid anymore, but when he was a kid, I think he was 10 years old, in 1990? Yes, 1990, yeah. he made his predictions for the next, until 2020. He's like basically predicting what the world would look like by 2020. Yeah. And it's 30 years. I'm telling you right now, 30 years from now, we may not even be here. Second off, it's going to look a lot different if we do. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, uh, basically, I guess 101 years ago, the eight-hour workday was invented, mm-hmm. and um, this, and Labor Day was made a holiday. So I'm, I'm going to bet by then a lot more autonomous travel and freight. Yeah, yeah, that's probably, that's a good prediction. It might be the Here next first. step. Might be the next step. Maybe. We'll but, see. Anyway. Government's also working on new crypto regulation after Shoot, the uh, Samuel Bankman Freed FTX. Uh, oh, I don't even know what to call it. Kerfuffle? 
Zoo we Mambo <laughs> Dombo oh, went in the last month, maybe two months, but pretty sure last month. Uh, Sam whatever the name's not important. Actually, it is, but it's not important. For now. Man, Sam, fifteen billion dollars in net worth to a hundred and a hundred thousand dollars in his bank account. So he just lost pretty much ninety nine percent of his net worth. Mm-hmm. And you can basically say he lost a hundred percent of his net worth in in a month, like. The month of yep. November may have been the worst month of this dude's life. I'm surprised he's still kicking because I would be closet and just crying myself to sleep every day. I'd literally lock myself in my house and never leave. I would not want to be seen by anybody. Yeah. I'd feel like but then again, a failure. But then again, you have the morals not to make those terrible decisions. Yes, yes, that is true. I, I don't think I could do Sam Friedman... For his last part of his name, it did. Yeah. I could. What, what exactly did he do again? He money laundered. He um, embezzled. There's a lot. He uh, racketeered, I think. It, basically, all the financial crimes he did. Yeah, so um, basically... Fraud. Basically, hmm. we're trying to steer you away from what he did. Yes. And crypto as a whole, because I just do not see it as reliable. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah, no, crypto, man, it's been a tough year for him. Um, it's just yeah, I don't know. basically, what's the value? The value of crypto. Okay. Other than, anyway, we could go on to it. We have an episode. Go back to that. Listen back to our episodes, and you'll, you'll hear all about it. I wonder how David's doing right now. Uh, you know, he was, prob- he was very wise, and he probably avoided the crash. I'm gonna um, guess that he definitely did not, but he he maybe well mitigated it, not avoided. Yes, mitigated it. Great word, great great replacement word there. Few loss are unavoidable, but you are you can hedge, mitigate, and prevent. Right, and uh, you know I'm gonna go off of that and and continue down this path that we've suddenly started. Uh, say that hedging right now is an extremely pivotal. Um, it's extremely pivotal whether or not you are hedging against your investments or not in the sense of everyone wants the market to go up. Mm-hmm. A very good feeling that it's not going to go up, um, unfortunately. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, obviously with interest rates rise, or sorry, they're actually going to be starting to get cut, which is good. Mm-hmm. But it just does not feel good to me. The S&P 500 I'm looking up right now is actually over 4,000 again. Um, mm-hmm. Just for reference, not that history always repeats itself. The last time that we were above 4,000 was in August. At the height, it was at 4,305. And, and two months later, it was down 800 points. So I'm not saying you could see us going down to 3,200 in the next two months. I'm also not saying I'm going to see us going up 800 points in the next two months either. I just don't think this is a very comfortable situation to be in if you're in the market. Hedging against your own investments, uh, while it may seem dumb, would be very, very smart. It's, it's practical. It's safe. It's an insurance policy on your investment. Exactly. Hypothetically. But before we leave the FTX and go to something else... You remember that Super Bowl commercial with Larry David? You know Larry David? 
I don't remember the commercial, and I'm looking up Larry David because the name sounds familiar. He wrote Seinfeld, and now he has a show called Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's bald, big nose, glasses. Yeah, I do know this guy. Yeah. Yeah, but he's like known for being a pessimist about stuff. And in the commercial, he's like, um, I don't think FTX will be a thing, and I'm never wrong, or whatever. Oh. Yeah. He's never wrong. <laughs> he, uh, he hasn't been wrong yet, I guess. So goodness gracious. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Um, the next big thing in the past two weeks. This has been a crazy two weeks. Oh my word! It's Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. Elon Musk in general. Elon Musk, bro. He's an enigma. I'll tell you this. I'm very happy to be alive when he is because I, I don't know how I feel about him. I'm not going to say I'm a fanboy, because I'm definitely not. I'm not a fanboy of anybody other than, um, well, we'll leave Jesus out. Jesus Christ. Of course. <laughs> so, um, no, Elon Musk, I think he's doing a lot of good things. I think he has the right intentions. I don't think he's some evil businessman that just wants to take everybody's money and make it his money. I really do not think that is the truth. Um Obviously, as soon as he got back to Twitter, he reinstated Donald Trump. You can feel every way you want to want to about that, but that's what free mm-hmm. speech is. He also reinstated Andrew Tate, and Kanye West. So the point is, yes, all these people are highly controversial. You can feel whatever way you want to about them. But the point is, is he's for free speech, which has been a complete opposite direction that we've seen media going. A long time now. So to see Elon Musk reverse course is very, very, and, and basically set his money on fire doing so, mm-hmm. spending $44 billion to save free speech. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty That's pretty exciting to see. At least that makes me happy. Some things that make me nervous about him is his Neuralink. Uh, basically, it's a microchip that goes in your brain. So exactly what you could do. Uh, I guess it's for like, telepathically typing on a keyboard i have no idea i'm sure it'll come up with like a bunch of updates point is don't put it in your noggin it's killed like 98 percent of the monkeys that it's been in no that's that's for one two don't put a chip that can be made by humans in your brain that's just not smart yeah i think go ahead no, no, you don't have the Neuralink. I'm, I'm still formulating. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna rant about how, how, <clears throat> how this might be. It might sound smart. It might look smart. It might make life easier. But it's similar to a COVID vaccine or a vaccine in general. If you're a little bit weary of vaccines that you don't know what's going in your body, why would you put a Neuralink in? Why would you put some a chip in your brain? <laughs> that doesn't make many. That doesn't make any sense to me. So. Something You're just I'm really... giving someone else the potential to control you. Right. And uh, that's terrifying. I'd like to research Neuralink a little bit more, but it, it's a little, little scary. The good news is, is that he's willing to put it in his brain before he puts it in anybody else's. Mm. But in six but... months from now, we could also see people actually having Neuralink in their brain. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't like that one bit, and I will not be participating. Um, yeah, Elon Musk, man, he's a weirdo. I don't, I do not think he's a great businessman, like um, his fanboys say. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. To me, he seems very self righteous. I think he's smart. 
uh, it's just crazy how much of Tesla, how much the value of Tesla has been derived from his charisma. That is crazy. You think about they're actually not producing to the number that their stock is valued at. And all of their big fluctuations come from his tweets, his press announcements, and um, his personality. And that is not sustainable or telling of someone who's a good businessman. And the whole $8 Twitter thing is ridiculous. Holy cow. I get... Mm. Is my mic working? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, you don't like the $8. You don't like the $8 Twitter thing. Yeah, I think that's silly, and I think a lot of his moves are silly. Yeah. I think he's spread too thin, also. That's fair. I do think he's got, I mean, with SpaceX and the Starlink thing under SpaceX, there's just a lot that he's trying to do, which is what I respect him for. At least he's willing Mm -hmm. to try. He's an innovator. Yeah, he's definitely, I mean, but he also knows money comes attached with these things if they hit big. Yeah. He could be the first. He's a pioneer. He's an innovator, but I don't think he's a Warren Buffett. I don't think he's a Steve Jobs. I think he is similar to them in one aspect and his name will be talked about and remembered after his mm-hmm. death. That's the main thing. Um, yes. In my opinion. Creative, but he is not the businessman that they were. I don't think he's someone that you should look up to. No. Follow the advice of. But yeah. I will say this um, about him. I do I, I, I'm indifferent on the $8 Twitter thing. I'm not going to pay it. Uh, so if my account gets deleted, oh, well, I don't really care. I don't think that's what would happen. I think I just miss out on certain features. It is somewhat of a good move uh, because, yeah, all these people are complaining about it. They're still going to pay eight bucks a month. So it's kind of like the meme where it's like, okay, pay your eight bucks. Okay, thanks for the input. Yeah. Pay your eight dollars. Like, still going to pay. They might not like it, but they're going to pay. Twitter, yeah. I mean, that Twitter is one of the most used you know, social medias where you can just speak your mind rather than a post. When you have to post a picture, you can just type words. It's the most, like, interactive uh, social media, in my opinion. So, yeah, it's very accessible, which is, you know, like you said, really good. Um, it's probably the closest thing to human conversation that technology can mim- uh, mimic, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and speaking of that, I'm actually working on a project. It's a final paper, not a project. It's basically, I'm, I'm talking about has social media improved or impeded communication? Hmm. Uh, I am not technically allowed to take a side. I think the no side of that, or, or basically the it has impeded communication mm-hmm. and improved it is going to uh, sound a lot more because or it's going to be a lot more influential on somebody's opinion of the topic because you know I keep seeing these stories of people not being prepared for work meetings they're wearing pajamas like just because yeah. they got so used to being at home yeah. zoom and I know I, I just you know what I mean like I just don't think that's how we should be wanting to be like I feel like I'm Constantly on my phone all day, and, and instead of going outside and playing soccer like I did today, if I just sat in, indoors and been on social media, on TikTok, scrolling for 25 hours like a day, mm-hmm. not that that's possible, but some people <laughs> I feel like are actually doing, or some people are actually capable of scrolling on TikTok for 25 hours in a 24-hour day. I don't know how, but they do it. 
Um, yeah, it's our society. Right. So I just think that anyway, that's a different point really about what we're talking about, somewhat about what we're talking about. But um, anyway, yeah, um, it's wild. Just saw this, and it's been talked about for a while in, in my class. But Apple, man, I I don't know how I'm feeling about their stock in the next few year, a uh, few weeks. I mean, I thought I'd be an owner of Apple for the rest of my life, but iPhone iPhone 14. Pro has a shortage. There's a lot of shortages that Apple's facing oh. due to COVID, or not COVID. Well, I guess technically, yes, due to COVID, the COVID shutdowns in China. Yeah, um, that is wild. Right. And uh, unfortunately, due to those shutdowns, Apple cannot use its sweatshops anymore. Um, so, yeah, if you bought an Apple product in the last year, then you're supporting a company that is supporting, you know, their laws that don't really exist so just know that that you woke individuals out there um anyway that's my rant but point (laughs) is (laughs) super unnecessary Uh, point is though supply chain issues are not going to be fixed anytime soon especially with the war russia slash ukraine mainly in ukraine obviously but it's not going to see oil is still going to be super unfortunately actually i saw oil back down under three dollars at one gas station yeah i had a 296 for a little bit here that was nice that's 299 here in bowling green but guess what i and it's well it's actually the most sketch freaking gas station in bowling green so i'm never going to go there but um fortunately way to nashville every time there's a there's one i guess it's two one exit though, but there's like two or three actual gas stations. Them under two two dollars and seventy cents. Wow! And literally an exit before that, it's like two eighty nine, and an exit after that, it's like three. That's I just wild. don't understand what what's the difference here in this exit. But I stop there every time, regardless of how much gas I oh. have. I don't blame you. So, anyway, you're gonna keep seeing but, a lot of inflation, and I'm gonna yeah. stop talking because I've been talking a lot. And I'll let Garrett take it over. <laughs> Man, my only thing about Apple is that economically, the the bad labor laws are the best option because that is the only way that people, families can put food on their table and it creates an economy of scale for Apple to produce things at the lowest price for consumers. And it's not the most ethically appealing thing looks-wise, but... Realistically, it's the most ethical. That's just something I really studied a lot in my classes. I got to take a lot of econ classes. Yeah. Um, no, and we look at that kind of stuff. But I agree with you. I, I mean, I don't blame them. Uh, yeah. I would, I would it do. helps out the individuals in those, um, what's it called? Is it a uh, is it a tier one country that's developing or oh, a tier man. two or something? I don't remember. They changed the terms yeah. on us. I, I would just say developing countries are countries that are yet developed to the levels of you know countries yeah china china's an industrial superpower but that's because like the the urban places are so i'd say they're almost still developing i know like statistically and numerically they're not but yeah it depends on what parts of china i would say Majority, I'd say majority of China is still developing and it will probably forever be like more farmland. Mm-hmm. But the parts that are developed, holy cow, they're developed. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got to put, you got to keep it in perspective. These people are working at sweatshops, in our opinion, but 
them, like, they're probably making, I don't know, a dollar an hour, maybe more. That's more than they would make in some, you know, some jobs in China. Anywhere else. Right. Anywhere else. Yeah. Right. So you got to understand. They would do it if it wasn't the best thing available. Right. It's a good option for them. And uh, yeah. it's not our place to judge. Uh, now, it's not our place for to judge them for choosing that job. It's our place to judge the corporation for doing that. But yeah. I'm going to say this. If iPhone's cheaper because a sweatshop, uh, I'm not going to go down that line. I'm not going to go that. I'm not going to go down that line. But it's cheaper because a child put it together. Right. Hey, look. If a child can put it together, what are we doing here? Sitting playing video games. We should be building the video games ourselves. Hey, man. Uh, hey, I will say this. I think the biggest thing. I and, and I'm sorry we're going down this for the audience because we didn't really have much of a plan to talk about, and this is no. definitely not what you're probably expecting to tune into. And I have no idea what I'm going to title this episode, but this is what I will <laughs> say. I do not understand how a brand new iPhone is still selling for a thousand dollars. If they're paying a dollar, I'm sure it's a little bit more, a little bit less. <laughs> I don't know. Let's say they're paying a dollar to each of their employees that are putting these phones together an hour. Just say twelve dollars a day for like ten people. <laughs> we'll say I know it'll be more, but so they're spending one hundred twenty dollars a day every day of the year. A lot, and they're doing that in multiple different shops. So I'm not going to go down that perspective or that that rabbit hole. What I will say, how is an iPhone $1,000 when they're probably spending less than 200 to make it? Probably not even spending $100 to make it. Yeah, it is crazy. But I don't know. I would love to study that, honestly, because one thing it's, I've been learning about in my uh, microeconomics class, it's like price discrimination, which is like offering different prices to different buyers, you know, tiers of sellers or whatever. Um, it's not actually discrimination. It's just the term that they gave it. Um, but like, it's crazy because like all these um, phone sellers, Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, whatever, they offer deals like get blah, blah, blah off their phone, whatever. Um, like the market, the sticker price, the suckers that will pay the stupid enough thousand dollar price. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to go at, but. It's just crazy how many different levels of cost there are. Yeah. IPhone. Yeah. I mean, it's like if let's just say T-Mobile, because I see them a lot doing it. It's mm -hmm. like sign up for T-Mobile for a year. We'll give you an iPhone for free. And you're like, huh? Yeah. Obviously, it's not expensive if you're, you know, paying. I don't know how much for a sale. Yeah. yeah. It's like they see who they can get with it. I really do believe in price discrimination. I think the biggest... Uh, oh yeah, everybody does it. I mean, yeah, like look at gas. <laughs> the reason why, for those people living in Nashville, the reason why people in the heart of Green Hills and Bellmead and Williamson County are paying at one point I saw three eighty nine in the last month, to the people that are living in Goodlettsville, where the exit's paying like it's like two sixty something, seventy. The reason why there's that big of a difference? A dollar difference. It's price discrimination in the sense of they know a better area with more people that can afford the the higher gas prices, so why would they not charge the higher yeah. prices? It's very, very frustrating to see. Yeah. Um so anyway, it's definitely a a thing and a problem, but mm -hmm. honestly there's no way to regulate it. It's capitalism. It is so it, interesting. It is a de it's definitely something to study. Um mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but that's about all I could 
think of this episode. You've got finals next week. I've got them the week after. Yep. Busy time. I, I think we covered some pretty good topics for how busy life is. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of stinks not having a, a true plan for the listeners, but yeah, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. And I hate it, too, because you and me both have so many variable commitments. Like, mm-hmm. your fraternity, it could be a spontaneous event, and like it's not like we can set a time each week to record. Yep, yep, I know. That's neither here nor there. We just appreciate any listeners that come and uh, give us an ear. Yep, uh, definitely join the Discord and, and, and be there for some more content. Uh, obviously, we would like to produce more content on a Discord. Mm-hmm. But we don't have too many people in there. So you could be one of those. Yeah, those more. You know, make it 10. We have nine. Make it 10. Yeah, yeah. We'll do a giveaway or something. <laughs> yeah, if you uh, have listened to this point, uh, text 615-516-1030. Say, I am awesome. And say, okay. And then I send you $1. There's your giveaway. That's your giveaway. Well... I don't have any stock picks because the market's so crazy. I have not had time to look at it, but um, I think I'd recommend peanut butter, man. You just can't go wrong with some peanut butter. I've been eyeing the jar I got on my desk, and you know, as soon as we uh, finish this recording, I'm about to go grab a glass of milk and eat it. Wow, what a what a oh my goodness, just reminded me of the ice cream I have in the freezer. Let's go. Pumped. Also, buy Ford. It's the best company in the entire world. Um, <laughs> so just so you know, also Build-A-Bear. Yeah, I own it. 16.25% in a day. Talk to the boy nice. And um, yeah, um, thanks for listening as always. I hope that people actually listen to this far. I wish I could see the analytics on that. I cannot. Yeah. But anyway, thankful for you even listening. If to you have. Minute. Yeah. If you uh, if you made it this far, go get you a Costco hot dog on us to celebrate. Just text that number and we'll pay for your hot dog. 615-516-1030. Forget the I'm awesome and the okay and say Costco hot dog, please. And I'll say yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And uh, you'll, you'll get your 150, baby. <laughs> All right. We will see you on the next one. I can't be found, I'm way too high up off the ground